Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everybody, this is Steve. I just want to let you know that for all the latest on our podcast, uh, hit us up at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, we're also on Patreon if you want to check that out. But our homepage is with the Age of Radio Network at ageofradio.org slash everything I learned from movies. And if you're looking for some amazing art, check out my wife's Etsy page at untidyvenus.etsy.com. All kinds of great stuff there. Also, follow us at PodCartFest, that's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T, for our periodic art and podcasting festival that we're going to be hosting. It's, uh, it's actually pretty cool. Check it out. So yeah, on that note, let's get to the show. Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one last plot holes a gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy With your friend Steven Celebrating 25 years of the timeless fantasy classic The Last Unicorn Unicorns? I thought they only existed in fairy tales. I tell you, there is one unicorn left in the world. I am the only unicorn there is. She was the last of her kind. Now she is on a quest to find others like herself. Experience the magic of the most enchanted adventure of a lifetime. Featuring the voice talents of Jeff Bridges, Mia Farrow, Angela Lansbury, and songs performed by America. Now in a 25th anniversary widescreen special edition DVD with newly remastered picture and sound. It's a treasured fantasy classic of incomparable charm. What if there isn't a happy ending at all? There are no happy endings because nothing ends. Based on the book by Hugo Award winner Peter S. Beagle, The Last Unicorn. 25th Anniversary Special Edition DVD. Coming to DVD February 6th, 2007. Yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. And tonight! Oh, tonight. Ah, we are starting off December, the last month. Yeah! With 1982's the Last Unicorn. I'm alive. I'm alive. <laughs> and I'm a goddamn songbird. That's right. Oh, babe. Steve. We're not alone for this one. What? I know, I know. <coughs> I overwhetted. <coughs> okay. And if you look slightly to your right, you'll see who our guest is. Oh, it's Katie of Katie Crumpton Arts. Hey. Hi. In the flesh. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, uh, Katie is visiting us here in the Fortress of Solitude, deep in the 
heart of Cold Mountain, Utah. I don't know. Woo! Wherever we live. Some sort of isolated Ooh. fortress, apparently. <laughs> well, uh, we told them about Snowflake Road or whatever. That we were near a snowflake. Oh, the, the intersection of snowflake and snowflake or whatever? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Katie, have you enjoyed your trip here? Would you recommend it? I've loved it. It's absolutely beautiful here, and we've had so much fun. What'd you guys do? Since I was working most of the time. <laughs> we did a lot of crafting, and we went to a brewery. We did, and we froze our butts off on the frozen patio because we had the puppy. <laughs> Mr. Sushi got really cold, and then the bartender let us borrow one of the sweatshirts somebody left behind. <laughs> so if you left your sweatshirt at Hopkins Brewery in Salt Lake City and it has pet hair on it, I have no idea what happened. But you made a dog very happy and warm. Yes! Right. I was saying you guys went to, like, the hot springs. Oh, right. yes. The dinosaur park. Parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've eaten a ton of food. We did yes, historic 25th food. Street. Katie helped us do advertising for the local artisan collective. Yeah. yeah. By the way, guys, that's a place to go for all of your uh, unique gift ideas this this holiday season. Check Woo! it out. That's the local artisan collective. Dot com. I don't know. There's two of them on Facebook. Yes, it's localartisancollective.com. There's two local artisan collectives on Facebook. We're the one that's not in England. That's right. <laughs> By local, I guess. Ah. So 1982's The Last Unicorn. Uh, Katie, was this your first time watching this? It was. Izzy, how about you? No, I had this on on VHS when I was a kid. I watched the hell out of the VHS, scratched the hell out of the VHS, and when I got the DVD, I was shocked the unicorn didn't glow. <laughs> because you know how things got all fuzzy when you watch the VHS too many times? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, literally, I was watching with a friend of mine who loves it just as much, and we were both like... Hold the phones! What's happening? <laughs> Shouldn't she be, like, emitting this uh, aura yeah, around her? Yeah, Well, baby, you're, speaking of uh, Jeff Bridges' movies, where this was the case, remember me telling you about having the VHS of Starman growing up? Yeah, and, like, you had no idea what the first ten minutes were. Yeah, I'm just like, it's dark, there's some kind of cool John Carpenter thing, and whooshing sounds, and then... A little glowy uh, dot. And then some horrible Jeff Bridges baby starts crying in front of a fireplace. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, what if they, or what if the thing was a romance? <laughs> right. What if the guy who brought you the thing and Halloween was like, yeah, I can do a romantic comedy. <laughs> what is love? Right. <laughs> oh uh, my gosh, you guys. If you want to see Jeff Bridges go full radio. <laughs> <laughs> I'll explain that joke later, Katie. <laughs> Steve? Yes? We're too sober for this. Oh, I agree. And since you asked, uh, yeah, one of my babysitters as a kid had this oh, yes. growing up. Uh, but I only remember, like, the last ten minutes because I, I feel like that was just the part everybody watched. Oh, I know what it was. The first half was The Last Unicorn. Second half was The Karate Kid. Ah. And so whoever wanted to watch The Last Unicorn, we'd just convince them, oh, you just want to watch like the last 10 minutes, right? That's the best part. Blah, so blah, you could blah. watch Karate Kid. And watch Karate Kid from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, that's my experience really with The Last Unicorn. The The song is catchy. The one song is catchy as fuck. No, there's like two and a half songs that are catchy as fuck. We'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I will be the first to admit... This movie, the music starts out strong oh, and strong. degrades very quickly. There, yeah. there is a slope. <laughs> uh, there's, there's definitely a Venn diagram of uh, 
quality of song and amount of America singing the lyrics that kind of coincides. Yes, <laughs> yes the amount. Yes. Oh, by the way, the bit, the band that does the music for this is America. Fuck yeah! I'm coming again to save the motherfucking day. Yeah. Steve, who are they? Who is America, Steve? Uh, all I know is they were riding on a, they were riding through the desert on a horse with no name. Felt good to get out of the rain. And I assume they have other songs that I probably just don't. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, I thought that was Super Tramp or something. It's gonna be like Toto. We were like, no, they did. did they did all of these. They did Dune. Yeah. <laughs> all of Dune. Oh, but babe, you are right. We are entirely too sober to talk about this movie <laughs> properly. Excellent. We have Katie bought us this, and she hasn't what? even tried it yet. What? From Mother Earth Brewing Company, Callie Creamen. <laughs> Vanilla Cream Ale. Tasting notes of vanilla bean. Cool and crisp, smooth finish. Ale with natural flavors added. 5.0% alcohol by volume. Yeah. So, I'm going to pop my top. Ah, my oh, top. Nice. <laughs> Foamy. <laughs> Frothy and the pour. This is a beautiful golden colored ale. Extremely foamy off-white head. Uh, tiny bubbles dissipating slowly. Bubbles as appropriate. Slowly. As appropriate for a cream ale. Mm, you can smell a little bit. It's lightly vanilla. Like it's not it's not like you're drinking vanilla oh, ice yeah. cream. Definitely, but you get a little of that vanilla aroma on the nose. And you get a little bit of that carbonic bite on the nose too. Like it's well balanced. You guys yeah, have taken just... your sips. What does it taste like? I think I found a new favorite beer. Right? It's really good. I love vanilla and yeah. Yeah. So they have an good. orange one too and it's it's orange vanilla. Like or Ooh. like an orange sickle kind of like Yes. Yeah. Nice. And yes, you can find this in the Bay Area. Yes. Uh, this is quite malt forward, only a little bit of hop bite uh, mostly in the aftertaste really along with the vanilla kind of just like balance everything. it out and has a really clean crisp finish yeah it's a good all-day drinking beer really if you're just oh, yeah. chilling doing whatever and you enjoy a little vanilla in your day this is one of just like yeah my favorite just have around the house i want a beer but i don't want to like go too hard mm -hmm. yeah. yeah love cali cream in indeed ah oh by the way guys guess what I'm back and judging uh, actual homebrew competitions and stuff again. That was another thing we did this past week. Well, I did this past weekend while these ladies were uh, freezing out sushi at a bar. Um, <laughs> Guys, the dog patio is outdoors. And it was it was 29 degrees that day. And we were in the shade, which means it was conservatively 15 degrees. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty chilly. But uh, I was at uh, was it Mountain West Cider uh, judging homebrew talk. Yeah, one of, I, I guess there's three major Utah homebrew competitions. Uh, they got my information, though, now. And, uh, yeah, and the next one, yeah. I get to judge, and you get to puppy sit. Yeah! You get to freeze your ass on the patio. Well, yeah, since it'll be in May, I'll do that. <laughs> Guys, though, Hopkins was worth it. I got a oh, dunkle. Yeah. It was spectacular and everything I want a dunkle. Also, something about it being, like, 15 degrees out. That last sip, instead of being warm and flat... It's colder than the beer with temperature than the beer was served at. That's right. <laughs> also, we happened to hit it at brunch. Uh, Katie got a tradish brunch, and it was awesome. I got poutine with sausage. Katie, what did you drink? I drank a mimosa. You drank a, a half a, a bottle of wine a with a splash of orange juice. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> 
By the way, delicious. they bring you a little glass of wine or a little glass of orange juice <laughs> and a can of house wine, which actually was very tasty. Yeah. We may have to have some house wine around the house. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, I want you guys to know that Katie is a professional and mixes her mimosas so that you can read through them. <laughs> <laughs> it was transparent. As God intended. <laughs> exactly. As God intended. Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, so yeah, so yeah, 1982's The Last Unicorn. Last Unicorn! From directors Jules Bass and Arthur Rankin Jr. Who are they, Steve? Oh, have you not heard of Bass Rankin? Who's Bass Rankin, Steve? <laughs> well, they've directed 44 things, including <clears throat> uh, apparently 130 episodes of The New Adventures of Pinocchio in the 60s. Oh, Jesus. I didn't know that was the thing. I've never even heard of that. Me neither. Uh, but they're also the ones that bring you, like, the little drummer boy, the little claymation Christmas thing. Oh, thing. I love that. Frosty the Snowman. Oh. Santa Claus is coming to town. Mm-hmm. 17 episodes of The Jackson 5. Oh, snap. A uh, 1973 version of 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Mm-hmm. And in 1977, they brought us The Hobbit animated. Yeah. Uh, Jack Frost in 1979, and then Return of the King in 1980. What? Yeah! <laughs> this was their follow-up to Return of the King. Oh, snap. Then they did a Coneheads TV movie. <gasps> yeah, I don't know. In 1983, I'm assuming it's Dan Aykroyd and uh, Jane Curtin, same as whatever. But... Okay. And The Wind in the Willows in 1987. Ooh. Oh my god, I love that one. I haven't thought about that in years. Uh, I have Mr. Frog. Oh yeah. That's the, the little frog plushie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, you may also know them as producing uh, a whole, uh, basically all those, plus uh, a couple television series in the 80s like Silverhawks, Tiger Sharks, and Thundercats. Mm. You know, you always see the rank and bass thing at the end. Yeah. yeah. But the author of the book and writer of the screenplay for this movie is a uh, Peter S. Beagle. Anyone ever heard of him? I've nope. met him. What? Really? Yes. He's amazing. Guys, Peter Spiegel. Uh, so he wrote The Last Unicorn, and the movie The Last Unicorn, if you are a fan, is almost word for word the book minus one chapter, which it's fine. They passed that chapter up. Of all the chapters in the book to miss, that's fine. Oh. But it's like literally the script is, is like word for word the book. Are you going to let us know where that chapter goes into the story? or? Oh, so um, right before they reach King Hagrid, after they pick up Molly Grew... So the outlaws are outlaws of a town that's like, it like, because uh, King Hagrid's kingdom is all like barren and dry. Yeah. It's just like a little village of like people who are basically starving to death. And uh, all of uh, King Hagrid's like old guard who are like, fuck you, I'm leaving the castle. Um, and basically just everyone's like starving to death. Um, and they're like, oh, you don't, like, you don't, don't go down that road. <laughs> Like, <laughs> they got Fred Gwynn coming in. Oh, no, 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 no. Pretty much. Yeah. It's just basically, it's like, it's a short <laughs> okay. chapter that's just like, these people are super depressed and they're starving to death. And the unicorn's like, man, you guys should move somewhere else. Bye. Because unicorns don't feel like sorrow or regret. So like, <laughs> like she can sort of feel bad for things, but she doesn't. Shit. You know who the last unicorn is in that situation? Huh? 
the um the nanny or whatever from Pet Cemetery the Oh, my oh gosh. I never found myself a man. Oh well. No, she's Molly Grew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One hundred percent she's Molly Grew. <laughs> <laughs> and then hangs herself in her employer's basement. <laughs> the ultimate payback. Spoiler alert for the middle of Pet Cemetery. Oh, we did, didn't we? All right. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Guys, we've talked about Pet Cemetery, <laughs> but I have to ask Katie. How bad would your life have to be for you to hang yourself in your boss's basement? God, very bad, apparently. <laughs> 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 Katie, we're going to hire you to like vacuum the floors twice a week. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> well, on top of that super uplifting story uh, mm. for, intended for children, uh, he also <laughs> wrote The Dove, 1974. <laughs> The greatest thing that almost happened, 1977, mm-hmm. <laughs> is about the people that passed on Star Wars, I'm assuming. <laughs> uh, Lord of the Rings, 78. This, the Sarek episode of uh, Star Trek Next Generation, Ooh! the one with uh, Spock's dad or yeah. whatever. Uh, 31 episodes of the Little Mermaid TV series. And Camelot, 1998. Oh, snap. Yeah. Uh, and then a bunch of shorts and stuff, but I never heard of any of them. Oh, the cast. The voice talents brought oh, to you in this movie. This cast is stacked. The dude himself, Jeff Bridges, has Prince Lear. Yeah. Uh, fun, fun fact about him that is really confusing listening to him in this, this movie. Because mm-hmm. he's not giving a Academy Award winning performance. I, 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 here's the thing. Voice acting is a lot harder than people give, him, yeah. give it credit for. I don't think he knew what he was doing in this. <laughs> he didn't know what he was reading. <laughs> well, okay. I, I'll, I'll say it right now. Um... In, apparently in 2010, uh, the director Jules, ba- uh, Jules Bass revealed that Jeff Bridges called him out of the blue, volunteering to do this movie for free, and recommended his friend Jimmy Webb for the soundtrack. Oh. So he, he like, wanted to do it, but it, he, he doesn't seem to even know what the hell he's saying half the time. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll get to it. He's not the only one, but, but like... Sometimes he's just like, Look, babe, maybe I he was thrown off for... by... Maybe he was just thrown off by his musical number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He was, he was too busy trying to hone in that skill, I guess. Well, you know, Tron, like, Tron yeah, was around the same time. Maybe yeah. he was torn between the two he's, projects, exhausted. Yeah, he's looking at the musical thing and is like, so I'm going to be a triple threat. <laughs> yeah. This is a big time, baby. Everyone's going to remember me in this. Uh, also, Mia Farrow as the unicorn. Yeah. Angela Lansbury, R.I.P. as Mummy Fortuna. Yeah, so yeah, the evil witch, mm-hmm. Angela Lansbury, Mrs. Yeah. Potts. Yeah. <laughs> Murder She Wrote, you might say. Murder She Wrote. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bedknobs and Broomsticks? <laughs> I'm sure there was something else she was in. <laughs> I mean, Murder She Wrote was on for like 30 years, it feels like, so. Yeah. It, it feels I mean, that way, but it was like, what, eight, eight seasons? It was like eight seasons, yeah, yeah, it was like as long as Rockford Files. Yeah. Uh, Ellen Arkin as Schmendrick. Yeah! Um... Alan Arkin, he's a mash, right? Mm-hmm. Or is that Alan Alda? Or is it both? I think it's both. Uh, uh, Christopher Lee as King Haggard. Yes! <laughs> so on that, I just want you guys all to know, so I watched this movie a million times when I was a kid, um, and then my, like, to my dad's chagrin, we were, he put on, like, a Hammer movie with Christopher Lee. I don't remember <laughs> which one, but I remember just being really little, and, like, my dad, like, oh, yeah, this is, like, this is an important movie, because that would be an important movie for Todd. Oh, yeah. And, and, and he starts to speak, and me and my sister were both like, King Haggard! It's King Haggard! It's King! <laughs> and oh, just it's, like, it's... no, 
No, this is Dracula. <laughs> like, no, it's Doctor Fu Manchu. Right? Like, <laughs> don't like, be ignorant. That that can't be what you know him from. Like, nope. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, it's before 1999. Or mm-hmm. when, when did Lord of the Rings come out? Was it 99 or 2001? I'm sure it was like 2001, 2002, 2003. Right when the three of them Something? came out. I don't know. I don't remember. It was so long ago, guys. It was over 20 fucking years ago. Give me a break. <laughs> Shut up. This when I was in high school. <laughs> I just say it came out when I was in high school. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, René Aubergenois. <gasps> Who's he, Steve? Oh, no! No. Uh, but, yes. he, but he plays the skull in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> which, which I'm just realizing now. That's who he was in this movie. Doing his best Paul Lind. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Robert Klein as the butterfly. Who's he, Steve? Fucking fine. No, I, I know he was like in the eighties. He was he was like on TV and stuff. Like, I feel like he was in something like we've Murphy, done. Murphy like, Brown or something. Maybe. I, I don't know. Also, we'll get to it. But this movie convinced me as a very young kid, all butterflies are crazy and high. Yeah. <laughs> and I think special. it holds up. Yeah. And then we have, of course, the band America as the Bandoliers or Chorus. Woo! <laughs> uh, babe, how did we watch this movie? Um, we did not watch my 25th anniversary DVD, <laughs> which I just found out that there's now a, it's 40th anniversary of this movie's came out, so that DVD is a collector's item. Yeah. Uh, we watched it on uh, Peacock? We watched it on Peacock. But okay. It's also available on Tubi and Freebie, so you have no excuse for not watching this movie. No excuses! That's right. Uh, we start off with a bunch of crickets in a forest at night, mm-hmm. or it's dawn, because the sun is out but it's like dark in the forest i i, I don't know uh, it, it's 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 hard <laughs> yeah no no but you'll notice the transition the forest gets lighter and warmer yeah, and... yeah as you get out of the forest no as you get deeper into the forest and you enter the unicorn's territory mm, okay the 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 forest without the unicorn is dark and scary and sunlight cannot penetrate it <laughs> And there's no creatures running uh, around and nothing's oh, in bloom. Okay, okay. And then it's warm and alive. And it opens up into a field, basically, with the unicorn and it's all the It's a meadow, Steve. <laughs> they frolic in meadows. Dog, what the hell do you want? He wants to go out because we're podcasting. Of course. Come on, doggo. I just want your attention. <laughs> you asked to go out. Let's go. She'll give me all the attention while you guys are doing the thing so that she's I have nothing likes to do Katie. <laughs> be so disappointed when she goes home. I know. Back to just being abused. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, get a, get off our co-host. <laughs> hey, sit down, buddy. Sit down, buddy. Off, 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 off. Off, off. off. thank there you. There we go. Lie down. Sit. Sit. Good boy. Good boy. Good sit. Yeah. Good boy. Yes. Good sit. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Cause yeah, we do get the uh, the archers coming in on house, uh, horseback with their little hound. Yeah, and <laughs> I said for dad is all right. That one kind of looks like Sean Connery with a big beard, and the other one, fuck, dude, get away from the mic. Whatever. And the other one looks like Robin Hood, which I didn't realize would play later into the movie. <laughs> where, yeah. Where were you last year, Robin Hood month? <laughs> Or also, they sort of look like the new, or in in the live action Lord of the Rings, like uh, the professor from Sliders, oh, the, the, the dwarf, um, uh, John Reese Davies. Yeah, John Reese Davies uh, and Legolas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah. 
but yeah, like Sean Connery's like, oh, we should get out of here. It's always spring here because these damn <laughs> unicorns walking around. And All the creatures who live here learn a little magic of their own, mostly concerned with disappearing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, uh, good luck, unicorn, because you're the last. Deuces! <laughs> <laughs> All right, do not leave. Don't leave here because uh, there is nothing left in the world. Yeah. And then we have a... Uh, I, I don't know, the unicorn kind of like hearing that and like starting going to like an existential crisis or whatever. Right? But thank God before we really dive into that. When the last eagle flies over the last crumbling mountain. That's right, we get the last unicorn song yeah! from America. And by, it's a banger. By far the best one in this movie, I'll give it that. Yeah. By far. Um... Yeah, so then we go back to the unicorn contemplating suicide. No, uh, basically just like... <laughs> she's not contemplating suicide. No, she's yeah. just like... <laughs> the last are... one? I can't, I can't possibly be the last one. Oh, men are unreliable anyway. Yeah. I, sh- I shouldn't think too much about this. Oh, look, here comes a high butterfly. <laughs> oh, I love how she like casually drops too. Like, oh, I'll be fine as long as I stay in the forest. I'm immortal here. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, cool. End of story. Roll credits. Guys, what do we think of the last unicorn? <laughs> Guys, Steve would make an excellent unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, wait, I just have to stay home and eat snacks. Snacks, yeah. and i don't have a job i just got uber eats this bitch okay. <laughs> nobody delivers to your forest no <laughs> you're supposed to eat the tender grasses steve you're oh, a unicorn okay. although i'm pretty sure unicorns are also carnivorous so. they gotta be yeah yeah that's the horn of a predator yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right. that's that's a horn of something that skewers its food exactly yes. uh but yeah the uh the high butterfly comes Showing up, just singing and spitting fucking nonsense as Steve has her in down. And, uh, as Steve says, uh, you don't said you don't have to pay for the songs if you only use one line. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> what? Who are you, butterfly? I'm r- 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 sliding down the pole. <laughs> it was like going down the horn. I don't know. <laughs> like, Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. What's that over there? <laughs> has anybody seen here seen Kelly? <laughs> I'm like, what? What is this? And, and for some reason, the unicorn is just like, oh, you know my name. Say my name. Say my name. Do you know what? who I am? Say my name. Rumble Stiltskin. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> That's like the best, the best line from the butterfly, by the way. <laughs> right, pretty much. Yeah. Um, oh, and we forgot to mention he has a little aviator cap and goggles and um, a little scarf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's dressed. Yeah. Oh, she's like, have you seen others like me, Butterfly? Have you seen the Morphin Man, the Morphin Man, the Morphin Man? I'm like, we should be watching Shrek instead. <laughs> yes, I know the Muffin Man. The one on Drury Lane. <laughs> He's married to the Muffin Man. The Muffin then- Man. The Muffin Man. <laughs> so he's just going to reenact movies he enjoyed more. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and then at this point, the unicorn's like, oh, butterflies only repeat what they hear. Yeah. This butterfly doesn't know shit. I'm just going to go back to my life. Yeah, they just know songs wait, wait. and poetry. And I'm like, am I a butterfly? Because all I know are movie quotes. And <laughs> yes. Simpsons, of course. Yeah, babe, if DMX was a thing at the time of this movie, this, movie, uh, this butterfly <laughs> would just be rapping. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh so many Edwards. <laughs> But, uh, so basically this is where the movie that if Steve was a unicorn would have been like stupid high butterfly, trot, 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 end of movie, like live forever in his, in his haunted, uh, 
Or haunted. Oh my god, his yeah. magic forest? <laughs> his haunted forest. <laughs> haunted with the magic of a unicorn. Exactly. <laughs> the first for blood. Actually, I, I just had a thought. If this was called the Black Unicorn, you know who the voice of the butterfly would be? Who? Old Dirty Bastard. Yes! <laughs> just like I take a cat toy away from the, the dog. <laughs> you got Kiki Palmer as the the last unicorn. Like, <laughs> Yo, you seen others like me? <laughs> <laughs> shimmy, shimmy, doll, shimmy, girl, shimmy, girl. Yeah. <laughs> what does this you speak? <laughs> uh, so yeah, so the unicorn starts to walk off and is just like, "Well, fuck you, butterfly." Yeah. Um, and then the butterfly's like, whoa, "Whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on." Okay, there's this thing called the Red Bull who's been oh, pushing all no, the unicorns he, into the edge of the earth. First, he does the full Webster's di- Webster's dictionary defines a unicorn as. Oh yeah, <laughs> unicorn though. <laughs> meaning one horn. <laughs> Uni meaning one and corneal meaning horn. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's like a full breakdown. It's like, oh God, is this how we're going to drag it out to 80 minutes? All right, all right. Listen, listen quickly. Listen. <laughs> yeah, listen. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then we get the very ominous uh, the Red Bull drove them, uh, cha- uh, ran them down the roads long ago and covered their tracks. Uh, and run them into the ocean. Listen! Listen quickly! Ah! Listen! Yeah. I'm like, that's odd. I've heard that Red Bull gives you wings. <laughs> Steve made that joke about 20 times watching this movie because everybody said Red Bull like the Red Bull commercials. So Red Bull didn't, hadn't come out when I saw this movie. So when the, the commercials started coming on, I legit thought it had so, had to have something to do with it. It's unicorn you. juice. Right? <laughs> But um, but yeah, uh, so yeah. Basically, at this point, the unicorn's like, "Well, I must leave the forest because well, what if the unicorns need me? What if this legend is true? What if they're waiting for me somewhere?" Yeah. <laughs> so she gallops off in super slow motion. Yes, she's magical, Steve. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, is that just how she gallops? And it's like yes. slow to the rest of us, but. Uh, By the way, we have to say at this point, the animation is gorgeous. It is yeah, the animation is the reason for watching this. Uh, what was the other movie we did recently where that was the, the case? Batman Ninja. <laughs> That's right. Batman Ninja is beautiful. <laughs> Watch it for the animation. The story will have you scratching your fucking head. But... Hey, Bats Plus Monkeys equal Batman Ninja. That's right. <laughs> if I've learned anything. It's <laughs> true. Um, yeah, and then, I, I don't know, we, we get a scene here where... I just have right now this Friar talk. Just some dude with a little bald spot on top of his head. Yep. He's like, oh, what you go out there? And, like, starts pulling his belt off and, like, ready yeah. to, like, whip her or, like, no, wrap he's, around he's her neck catch her. and catch yeah, her. Yeah, no, if you paid attention to I it. Did. I did. He, like, he doesn't see the horn. I know. Yeah, but he's just like, wow, you're the most beautiful horse I've seen. I'm going to clean you up and make you fat and take you to the fair and sell you. Like, yeah. I did attention. And, and she is so offended. Horse? Oh! I should kill you, bitch! <laughs> yeah, and then she like points the horn at him. And I'm like, here we go. But so she <laughs> flings the belt and knocks him over and takes off. But he doesn't know she has a horn, so she's like, oh, I must have tripped. Or something. My foot must slipped. That's a horse. <laughs> and then we get our uh, our next song. <laughs> on man's Going road. Going down man's road. Walking on man's road. Which I've actually heard on the radio before. Oh. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, we just see the unicorn like yeah, going on a journey, an incredible journey, you might say. Uh, a lot of rain and all that. She's walking through it. 
Um, and then she's like sleeping. She pulls over because she's tired. She's been walking through snow and rain and sleet and dark of night. On a horse with no name. It felt she good to be out horse, of the rain. Though. She is a horse with no name. <laughs> so then uh, I am a horse with no name. Yeah. <laughs> Need to get out of, of the, the rain. rain. <laughs> In the desert. You can't remember your name. <laughs> I never had a name, so it's okay. I'm sorry, we gotta sing it like uh, Mia Farrow does in the movie. La, la, la. She has a she does a very good job giving an ethereal voice to the unicorn. <laughs> so then Mama Fortuna's Midnight Carnival or whatever yeah. comes rolling through town. Yeah. Oh, and I love like I genuinely love how ugly all these characters are. Right, yeah. Like, they're so well designed. Mm -hmm. And in so many things, like, especially kids' movies and stuff, like, everybody's beautiful, which is fine, but I just kind of love how grotesque they all are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can dig it. Yeah, and so we we, uh, we meet three people in the, in the carnival mm -hmm. here. We meet Mommy Fortuna. Mommy Fortuna. Voiced by Angela Lansbury, and basically just a witch. Yeah, like, mm -hmm. you really can't tell it's Angela Lansbury. No, no, she yeah, does she a does really well. good job. You meet four people because you also meet her crow, who, while he's not mentioned, is oh. in the rest of the fucking movie. Oh, did oh, you guys okay. notice the crow follows them the rest uh, of the yeah, way? No, I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah, the crow's like, like the crow is the one that uh, we'll get to it, but like shows the um, the bandits where Smendrick uh, is in the tree because oh. he was like pulling on his tail oh, yeah, yeah. and he's like okay. hanging out with King Hagrid on, on the balcony and like yeah okay I do know some on right. yeah. <laughs> okay but uh but yeah so, so the crow mm -hmm. uh, we meet her son Rook I don't know if it's her son or just her assistant but he does just call her mommy yeah. but she's mommy Fortuna yeah, mommy so Fortuna, Fortuna I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Madam, uh, but, but yeah, mommy. Rook and... is great. He's basically yeah. a golem. What do you see, Rook? Dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> Which is my favorite line in this movie. <laughs> look at the unicorn because you can't see the horn. What do you see? He's lying there on the ground. Dead horse. It's like, it's just a sleeping horse. Like, <laughs> But that's what he sees. What do you see, Juggler? And we see Juggler, who we find out later. His name is Schmendrick. The magician. That's right. But, like, so you get a lot of, like, a view from each character's eyes in this movie. So you can see, you see that Schmendrick sees the horn, but then he's like, it's, it's just a horse. I just see a white mare. Yeah. And, and Mommy Fortuna's like, I want it. She's mine. Catch her. Yeah, I'll like... put a sleep spell on her. She'll sleep till morning. Catch her. Yeah. Put her in a cage. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we basically wake up the next morning uh, open for business or whatever. Yeah, She's in the, the midnight cage. carnival. Yeah. And uh, we see the, the manticore. It's like a man, yeah. half man, half lion or something. It's a, it has the face of a man, the body of a lion, and the tail of a scorpion. Oh, that's right. The scorpion tail, yeah. The, the face of a man thing, I mean, it kind of looks like Rook, I guess. But it's just a grotesque, like, ogre face. <laughs> which, with the lion mane, it's like, okay, that's just an interpretation of a lion, I guess. Right. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, there are a couple. Of, oh, yeah, there's like the, the behold the dragon that speaks seventeen languages badly yeah. and is suspect to gout or something. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> and then, um, oh, that's right. Yeah, Schmander comes over, and starts talking to the unicorn. Like, what do you see? Like, they're all illusions. She just look over there. It's like a sickly snake. It's a dragon, and over there's a a, a lion with no teeth. That they what is this lilac? Yeah. I, I um. 
poor toothless lion. And I forget the what the monster was. But it was like, and that's just an ape with a twisted foot. Yeah, yeah, that's like, right. It was an ape. Yeah, yeah and yeah. the thing is, like, the unicorn always acknowledges real magic. She's like, she has real magic, but she doesn't have the power to turn them into anything. Just illusions for those who want to see it. Mm. And and Shmendrick's like, like giving a fake horn to a real unicorn. Yes, mm. I know who you are. And it's also like, okay, at this point, Mr. Frederick, you've been talking to a horse. Yeah. So I think she gets that you know what she yeah, is. Right. <laughs> That's... <laughs> You're responding to my responses. You've been having a 20-minute conversation, so I think she knows you know who she is. But it, but I guess he has to acknowledge it because she's like royalty. Yeah, and then we pan uh, to the next cage. Behold, Mr. Ed, the talking horse. Oh. No, was, Katie, what's in the next the cage next to the unicorn? The harpy. <gasps> the harpy. That one's real. <laughs> That's uh, was it like uh, Solano or something? Solano, like the 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 harpy. That woman's death waits in that cage. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. like, oh, yeah, she got her asleep on the road too. Um, and yeah, we need to get out before the harpy yeah. gets out. <laughs> but, but, he, but he does also say, "Don't be afraid. Schmendrick is with you." <laughs> and then he like flings his like cloak and runs off. Yeah, it's yeah. great. <laughs> Like fucking Bella Lugosi, just ah! Oh yeah, because Rook's coming around with the tour, and he's like, "Hey, get away from the horse!" Get away from that horse. <laughs> Have no fear, Spencer goes with you. Whoosh. Oh, and then uh, Mommy Fortuna kind of pops up too, and is just like, "That's right, I have a unicorn and a harpy. My immortality will be that that harpy will live forever, knowing that I caught her and imprisoned her. She can kill me if she wants, but that bitch will never forget." Oh, and she's like, and you too. <laughs> like, right. you're never going to forget I held you either. So I love like, so that's my immortality. <laughs> yeah. So then that night, uh, you know, the unicorn's there, like, about ready to go to sleep. And then Schmedrick pops up. Schmedrick is with you. Let's get you out of here. I'm the last of the red hot swannies. Very helpful. Okay, you're right here in the middle of everything. What do you want to say? You want to do anything? You just want to be in the way? Oh, I had my nap. What are you doing? And I'm awake now. Okay. And you're not paying attention to me? You want to be in a cage? I will cage you like a hoppy. <laughs> and then my immortality will be... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's the last of the red hot swamis, whatever that means. Um, and then he tries, like, freeing her with his spells and ends up, like, shrinking her cage. <laughs> Right. And he's like, returns oh. the bar, like, like basically lights the bars on fire, shrinks the cage. She's like, all right, I, I don't even, even want to try this anymore. And she's like, no, no, try it again. Uh, like, like, and he's like, it wasn't the right spell, but there was real magic in it. Try it again, please, before the harpy gets me. And all of us is basically like, you know what? I'm just gonna use the key that I stole from Rook. Oh, oh no, he has. <laughs> His line is spectacular. It's like, uh, you deserve the services of a first-class magician, but I guess you're going to have to settle for a second-class pickpocket. Jingle, jingle. Yeah. <laughs> and I love the, the lock. Like, she tries putting the lock, and it's like, it, it's Mummy Fortuna. <laughs> some magician, some magician. <laughs> and then he, like, puts it in again, and he just goes, get! <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, throws the lock off. It's like, okay, run! And then, and then like, she frees all the 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 poor injured creatures. Yeah, yeah. And, and like Rook shows up, like, oh, you got my, you freed the animals, aren't you? Oh, that's right, because it's like, uh, where is Rook? Oh, I I gave him a riddle. It takes him all night to figure out riddles. <laughs> all right, Schmendrick. What? Well, how is a raven like a writing desk? Oh, oh my, my god. god. <laughs> yeah, but then uh, but then the harpy. 
The Hardy. last creature she frees is the happy. Yeah. If she gets close, go for it, babe. Oh, Ishmael's like, no, no, run, she'll kill you if she gets out. And then, like, one of my other favorite lines yep. from this uh, that Steve and I quote all the time, the harpy, uh, free me, we are sisters, you and I. Because <laughs> they're two sides of the same magic. Right. Also, did you guys notice the harpy had three boobs? Yes. Yo. Yes. <laughs> did I notice the harpy had three boobs? <laughs> Total recall, baby. I love the harpy design because she, again, she's so grotesque. Yeah, yeah she is. Especially compared to the unicorn who's so beautiful. Right. But yes, so yes, so the unicorn breaks the lock and the magic on the harpy's cage and she bursts free and flies up into the night sky and then decides she must go for her arch nemesis, the unicorn. And they have a little, they have it out a little bit. And then Mommy Fortuna comes out of her trailer and is like, I have you! Yeah, right. and we the made you! Oh, and the harpy's like, hold on, arch nemesis unicorn. Yeah. I got a project. Hold, hold that thought. I got a maximum overdrive this bitch. <laughs> And it's great because then it cuts to like Schmendrick who's like, Ron! Oh god, that poor oh god! Oh, oh! oh she's being torn to pieces! <laughs> On screen, of course! The unicorn's yeah. like, come with me, but walk. Don't run, you'll yeah. ca- attract her attention. Yeah, we we immortals, that attracts us or something. And yeah, I'm like, never yeah, run, run from, from anything Im- immortal, it attracts our attention. Which also is true of predators. Don't run from predators. Like Dracula 2000? Exactly. Don't, Don't run-, run from Gerard Butler. <laughs> Boy, don't run from me. <laughs> so yeah, so they walk away, um, and then and then this is where like I swear this was the first time King Haggard was mentioned. Oh like, yes, because they just know that the Red Bull ran them, and then yeah, that's uh, the unicorn says uh, asks Mendrick when when they're a healthy way away, like the next morning, um, and he's just like, tell me what you know of the Red Bull, and he's like, oh, there's there's so many stories. Who do you know? Uh, you don't know what's real. Like, some say the bull is a regular bull. Some say the bull is a ghost. Some say that King Hagrid keeps it prisoner in his basement. Others say the bull keeps King Hagrid prisoner in uh, in his castle. I mean, we I don't know. I, I also like the exchange they have where uh, the unicorn's like, Well, thank you for freeing me. You know, normally I would grant you a wish, but... I can't grant the wish you really oh, want. Oh, she's she, she's like yeah, that, that's like thank you for freeing me. I wish I could get I could reward you the way you want. And he's like, yeah, you can't make me a real magician. She's like, I really can't. <laughs> and then he's like, don't worry about it. She's like, don't worry, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. Oh, I won't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if unicorns like can't regret and can't feel sorrow. And are basically kind of smug. Does that mean if harpies are the opposite side? Does that mean like? Does that mean I, am I a harpy because I'm just full of regret and sorrow babe, and anger? Babe, you know, as your husband, I cannot answer that question. I only have two boobies. I'll have to double check. <laughs> so you will perform a thorough inspection later. Join us next week when we have the answer. Um, yeah, so then, uh, I, I don't know, they hear a noise like, oh, hide, it's outlaws. Oh, because that's right, like, so where is this King Hagrid's kingdom? Oh, well, actually, we just, just uh, we're on the edge it. of it. Yeah. Mommy Fortuna would never come within miles of this place. Also, it's really dangerous. Hold on. Okay, run, I hear bandits. <laughs> and Schmendrick's, like, instantly found by him. Like, oh, Because I... the crow was pulling on his coattails. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. He that's climbs right. the tree. And then, uh, yeah, he gets, uh... 
he gets picked up by a couple of bandits, and they're like, oh, that's right, because they pull him down. Like, yeah, it's raining ninnies. It's raining ninnies. And they, like, run off with him, and the unicorn's like, oh, I should probably follow behind, you know, from a safe distance mm, or something. I do owe him. <laughs> yeah, so that night, we're, uh, we're around the campfire, and uh, they're all eating rat soup for the third night in a row. At least change the rat. I wish you had rat stew for the third night. At least you could have used a different rat. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, we meet the leader of this merry bunch, Captain Cully. Yeah. And uh, is, Molly, Throw... is Molly his wife? She's his scullery woman. <laughs> is his that's, what really? sa- that's what it says. So oh, okay. A scullery woman's like, the, like basically the dishwasher. Yeah, okay. So I think it's just, yeah, it's sort of like... Well, you're once like I, I, the vibe I've gotten is it's sort of like, well, Molly, you're like sort of one step you're, up from a prostitute. Yeah, you're the, so you're if the, you, you're the one clam in this carrot stew, so you got to do yeah. the dishes and kind of. <laughs> you got you got to you wash know. your skid marks out of our underpants and do the dishes, and we won't gang rape you. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but because she, she, she is better. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, she comes out. She's got sass. She's coming out. She. She's, she kind of looks like, like what you think the uh, the beaten Irish wife stereotype yep. might be, like Barefoot, the same outfit, kind of raggedy, hair, yeah. yeah, and just coming out like, oh, I want you to do it, no, I won't have it, not another mouth to feed. I'm like, slit his throat now, Cully, because I'm not dealing with another one of you. Throw it in the stew. <laughs> the soup's no thick as sweat as it is. Yeah, yep, got him. <laughs> uh, but then. Uh, uh, Schmendrick, he's like, he, he starts like, oh, you're Captain Coley. I've heard great legends about you. And, of course, Coley's like, please, tell me these magical tales you've heard of my adventure. <laughs> Regaled us with the stories you've heard of me and my my free men. So, like, the, the whole that they're the free men, like, leads into the chapter that they cut out of, like, the King Hagrid's people who just live in a sad village and basically live the exact same life, but anything they have, they've paid taxes to Hagrid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not Robin Hood, though. Definitely no, because Robin Hood's not real. Oh yes, this is the real Robin Hood. You know, yeah, like, like the 2018 version. Because Molly Grew's like, I don't want to hear about Cully anymore. I'm tired of hearing about Cully. Tell me about something fun. Tell me about Robin Hood and Maid Marian. <laughs> and and <laughs> Cully's like, they're fake, fake news, fake news. <laughs> I tell you, Robin Hood is a myth. <laughs> uh, baby, you almost forgot another one of your favorite lines. When oh, when... yes, come join us around the fire. Have a taco. <laughs> which is in the book! It's the end of that chapter! Which I always thought that's what I heard, but again, on like a poor quality VHS with no closed captioning, it's like, that can't be what he said. So like my entire childhood, and like when I'd ask other people who'd watched it on VHS, they're all like, I don't, I don't know what Captain Cully said. It sounds like have a taco. And then like when I got the DVD, first thing we did was throw the closed captions on, and we're like have a taco and then I got the book and I'm like it's have a taco <laughs> mom look <laughs> yeah so we uh Schmendrick starts calling upon the fourth wind and uh blah 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 magic and... do as you will magic do as you will magic do as you will and then the ghosts of Robin Hood and Maid Marian come out of the oh, forest and all the merry men yeah Captain Cully's basically like what, what, what's this then and, cause, yeah. like, and a oh, bunch of the John men start chasing after him like yeah. Lil John come back take me with you <laughs> yeah. 
And then Captain Cully and uh, his 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 little John, the right hand, yeah, got right hand guy. Uh, they tie Schmendrick to a tree, mm-hmm. and they're basically like, "Hey, we'll figure it out in the morning. Probably sell him." Yeah. Oh, by uh, by next week, we'll both be wealthy men, selling a real magician who can call upon the fake Robin Hood. Ha 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 ha. So, Katie, uh, what happens when Schmendrick is tied to this tree? He casts a spell and the tree comes to life, but she is a giant-breasted woman. Yeah. Between her boobs. Yeah. <laughs> I did what not see way. that coming. Yeah. What a way to go in this children's story, am I right? <laughs> oh, and she is in love with Schmendrick. Yes. Of course. I love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. Help! <laughs> when, help! Unicorn, help when, me! When no one knows what men are, I will hold the color of your eyes. Oh, there's nothing like a tree's love. <laughs> unicorn! You gotta get me! <laughs> and when you, the unicorn comes up, tree's like. You hussy! I'll never let her have you! You'll always be mine! And the unicorn's like, and unmagic. <laughs> yeah, the unicorn comes, frees Schmendrick, and he's uh, like, oh, thank you. But then uh, Molly comes up, and she's like... Oh my god, oh. I like, I, I love Molly's reaction. Oh yeah, go for it. Yeah, she's just like, she comes up and she like she's like, oh my god, it's a unicorn. And then she's just like, oh god damn you, why didn't you come to me like when I was young and beautiful and innocent and now I'm just like a dirty scullery maid with no shoes. Like, how dare you? And Shmendrick's like, don't talk to my unicorn that way. Right. Like, And he's like, by the way, she's the last one. And she's like, of course it'd be the last unicorn that came to see Molly Grew. I forgive you. <laughs> oh, and also, I'm coming along on this merry journey. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Spencer's like, all right, well, we gotta go now. And she's like, and Molly Grew's like, all right, I'm ready. And he's like, uh, you can't come. Yeah. Uh, we're no on a, girls allowed. We're on a dangerous <laughs> quest, and, and what are we gonna do with you? And Molly Grew's just like, we'll ask the unicorn. <laughs> yeah. Also, Hagrid's fortress is this way. Oh, yeah. You guys We're going, going to fight way, King, Hagrid, King, King Hagrid's fortress. Well, you're going the wrong way. Sorry, Schmendrick, but you were going the wrong way. <laughs> and the unicorn's just, like, laughing at Schmendrick. The unicorn's <laughs> hella mean in this movie, by the way. Oh, yeah. The she entire is. way through the movie, she's, like, <laughs> constantly mean. Yeah, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> she gets to the point. She gives zero fucks. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, then we get another uh, walking on man's, man's road. road. Kind of a remix version, or maybe just the second verse. I guess it's like the second half. I think the beat was a little different, though. But all right. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. But then <clears throat> they come up to uh, Hagrid's fortress, mm-hmm. and they start seeing a, a red glow from the castle. Yep. What could it possibly be? It perhaps, gives you wings. Perhaps something that gives you wings. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the Red Bull, ah! and it starts chasing the unicorn. Ah! Run, unicorn, run! And Molly Grew's just like, do something, Schmendrick! Um, so he does the magic do as you will, magic do as you will. Oh my god, I don't know what I'm doing, magic do as you will. And what happens? Molly starts to grin like, what have you done? <laughs> and the unicorn gets turned into a human. Yeah. A beautiful girl. A platinum blonde bitch, as I have written down in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> Schmendrick, what have you done? <laughs> With big purple doe eyes and... Oh a uh, birthmark where her horn should be. Totally couldn't tell this was made in Japan at all. <laughs> Does she like being a human? Not at all. No. 
Why would you like be? The worst thing Why ever. would you like being a human? This We're is like horrible. this is like literally the worst thing that could happen to her. Yeah, she's like, I feel this body dying all around me. <laughs> and, and even Molly, you know, her. Uh, yeah, I think it was Molly. Is like, no, yeah. she'll go mad. She's she's been a unicorn for so long, and now she's one of us. <laughs> <laughs> so we then cut to her instantly going mad. Like, what have you done to me? I'm hideous now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Schmendrick, Schmendrick is actually the voice of reason here. He's like, the magic chose the form. This is literally the only form we could get you close enough to King Hagrid to find out what happened to the other unicorns. Like, you're just going to have to hang on. The magic will turn you back when you're supposed to turn back. And she's just like, I hate you all. Fuck you yeah. all. <laughs> are you afraid of the body more than your body more than you are of the Red Bull? Oh, and she's like, I wish you'd just let him take me. Yeah, right. And I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> hey, you know, these 80s kids show, they don't fuck around. Right? <laughs> Oh, and, uh, oh, that's right, there was the, uh... <laughs> Alright, so they're approaching the castle now. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple guards up on the, the, the mm-hmm. you know, the... I guess the on walls the watch or tire. the watchtower watch or whatever. And they're like, oi, here comes a magician and some old no, crone and... it's not that voice. Oh, go for Because there's only two guards. Because yeah. there's only two people in the castle. Wait, is it Jeff Bridges? No. It's, yeah, it's Jeff Bridges and Hagrid. Was it? Yeah. Hagrid. Oh, Hagrid. Hagrid, yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so it was, like, it was like, oh look, yeah, there's no, a magician. And yeah, some yeah, old no, because it was a uh, people approach, and there was, yeah. oh, it, yeah, it's a uh, a magician, or yeah, it's, it looks like it's a magician and an, and a woman, and there's a girl with them. And again, on the VHS, I yep. know I couldn't make out what it said, and I always thought, and she's a she has a she's a nudist because she's just wearing a cloak. Yeah, yeah. But it turns out with the the close captioning on, it says she has a newness. Yeah. Yep, I, I, I thought it said nudist, too. I'm like, all yeah. right, there we go. Well, right, she's not go. wearing clothes, so... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, so they're invited to the castle. Yep, by and, these guards with helmets on. Yep, yep. And they get taken up to King Hagrid's throne room. And uh, you, you point out uh, the... Like, the, the pillars in the castle have, like, these cool little, like, faces in them. Yes, the design on the castle is so great. Yeah, it was. It's, like, super crooked and wonky, and, like, every, all of the background stuff, yeah, there's, like, little creepy faces, and little, like, eyeballs will, like, pop up, and, yeah, they did a great job on the design of this. Yeah, they did. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, they will like, kind of walk through, and then uh, they're like, all right, uh, uh, here's the throne room, and, like, this isn't a throne room. Take me to King Haggard. <laughs> this then, is a cell. This is a dungeon. And then they pull the mask, uh, the helmet off, and they're like, I am King Haggard. And this is my son, Prince Lear. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> it's me, Jeff Bridges. That's that's pretty much what he says. Yes. yes. You might remember me from King Kong 1976. <laughs> no. Or maybe you remember my dad, Lloyd. <laughs> My brother Bo? No, not one. All right, I'll be over here. <laughs> I'm gonna be the dude soon. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, in a, in a scant twenty years or whatever, like seventeen years. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so Schmedrick shows up. He's like, "Ah, oh, I heard you could use a magician." And uh, like, well, I already have a magician. Behold, what's his name? Maybrook. Mabrook. Mabrook. 
And then, like, uh, Mabrook, like, appears out of thin air and is like, Ah, Sam, do you need me? Oh, Schmendrick! Schmendrick the fuck up, my boy! (laughs) Oh, do you have any power yet? Are you still pretending to be a wizard? (laughs) (laughs) And King Hargrave's like, I keep nothing around me that does not make me happy. Um, So there's no courts and no parties. And everything sucks. And uh, so why would I have a master magician? Why would I take an incompetent one? Shrenshrick's like, oh, no, that's right. Because Mo- as Molly yeah. Grew is like, because you're not happy. That's right. And so he's just like, might as well try what? an incompetent magician. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're fired. <laughs> and he's like, all right, farewell. Good luck, suckers. Poof. And oh, he's first uh, he's all mad. He's like, oh, yeah, how bit. dare you replace me with. And then he sees the girl. Yeah. And then he starts laughing and is like. Oh, Haggard, you just let your doom in through the front door. I wouldn't be you for the entire world. Goodbye, poor Haggard. Haggard, goodbye. <laughs> As he burst into crows. No, <laughs> Pretty much. And then uh, and everybody's just like, uh... That was weird. And Haggard's just like, Well, whether you mean my doom or not, you can stay. Come and go as you will. Oh, then he also, like, looks into and then her he, eyes. And then he notices the girl and is like, Who are you? What are you doing? Why can't I see myself in your eyes? Why are there deer in your eyes? What the... What is up with this weird girl? What's up with this weirdo? Like, oh, that's my, my niece. Her name's, uh... Amalthea. Amalthea. Yeah. Lady Amalthea. Yep. And, uh, yeah, Hagger's basically like, All right, you're free to come and go. My secrets will protect themselves. You should do the same. I hope yours do the same. Yeah, yeah, it's all like that. Yeah, and King Lear's like... You're pretty. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're kind of hot. And I'm he, she prove just like myself to you. She just like stares at him and is like, "Whatever." Look at yeah. the ocean. Like I'm over all y'all. I'm like these two are the most vapid characters I've seen in a long <laughs> <Right>. fucking time. <laughs> they might as well be Valerian and uh, Seed of a Thousand Planets or whatever. Oh, there we go. We have our uh, Amalthea and Prince Lear. Yeah, there we the... go. Uh, so we get another song. Uh, Where do unicorns go? Where do the unicorns go? <laughs> and during this, we're uh, introduced to a one-eyed cat. And I'm like, wait. With a peg leg. Yeah, with a peg leg, which I'm like, wait, is that Dragon from The Secret of Nim? Yeah. <laughs> That's a Don Blue thing, you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> one of you is a hack. <laughs> around it's the same a, time, so I'm not sure which came first. It's a great design, though. Really and yeah, they sort of show us around the castle that way, and there's like unicorn paintings around. Yeah. Oh, we also see Lear uh, fighting a fucking dragon. Yeah. Yeah. I love the design on that dragon. He's so cool. Long skinny neck and his like bushy beard and his whiskers. And he had like a bunch of tails. Or... Oh, no, that was back at the carnival, right? Where that the, the bunch yeah, of tails. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That was uh, the serpent. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, we you know, we see him fight a dragon, blah, blah, blah. And then we like smash cut to uh, Amalthea. But he like, but you see Lear kind of like walk behind and like offer her the height of the dragon. It's the head. Wait, was the head? It's the dragon's head. Oh, I thought it was like like oh no, it's the the head or something. Like it's like the head, and she's just like ugh. Yeah. (laughs) Ugh, this again. Like what the hell, dude? Um, So the song ends, and then we see Lear cutting himself instead of skinning potatoes in the kitchen with Molly (laughs) Grew. Just cutting himself, just like, I want to feel alive! No, no, like he's trying to peel potatoes, but it's almost like he's a prince and he's never cut a potato before. So he's like, slice, ow, Molly, I've like become a hero for her. Like slight dragons and ogres and 
she makes me like feel bad for killing things. I don't know what else to do. There's nothing else to kill. You don't even care about all the deeds I've done. I'm always like, get away from yourself, Jesus. Maybe (laughs) she doesn't want a great deed. Maybe just try like being yourself. Try talking to her. She doesn't talk back. She hasn't said one word in all this time. And we then cut to, again, she's like, con- uh, Amalthea or whatever is like contemplating her existence. and Just uh, staring at the ocean. And then she starts to sing. And uh, basically the moral <laughs> of the song is, now that I'm a woman, everything fucking sucks. By the way, this is already a better song than the song that's actually sung. The now oh, yeah. that I'm, I'm a woman. Yeah. <laughs> Mia, Mia Farrell's not a great singer. I'm sorry, guys. You guys, and if you think I did a bad job on that, pull the song up. Mia Farrow is also a songbird. Yeah. <laughs> An albatross is also a songbird. <laughs> oh my god, I'm trying to remember. One of the times we went to the California State Fair, they had like bird display and there's like a gorgeous like rainbow in black some sort of African bird and Steve was looking at it. I was like, wow, that's gorgeous. And it just like, I don't remember, like it kind of got near you and you were like looking at it. It just goes, ah! Jesus Christ, what's wrong with that bird? (laughs) I feel like that's me and my singing. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) So, uh, so then there's this big roar. Roar! It like shakes the castle a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then the cat comes up and starts talking like a fucking pirate. And I'm like, oh, the cat can oh, that's talk. Right. That's perfectly natural. That's right. Uh, Molly Greer goes to talk to Amalthea and she's just like not fucking having it and wanders off. Yeah, and then the roar happens and the cat's like, oh, Molly, that's just the Red Bull. You know that as well as anyone. <laughs> Molly Greer's like, 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 well, then why don't you just help me? You know I'm looking for a way to get down there. Um, and something comes up like, ah, yes, you're trying to help the unicorn girl. And Molly's like, wait, you know? How the fuck do you know, cat? I may only have one eye, but I see y'all. Right? Any cat out of its first fur would recognize a unicorn. <laughs> and then there's a, he, he starts spitting the riddle of, uh, when God, the wine drinks, when itself, the wine drinks itself, and the clock and strikes the, clock the right strikes. time, and yeah. the skeleton speaks, you may enter the Red Bull. Oh, God damn you, cat! I'm going to shake you till you give me the information. Uh, I'm I a cat! Sh- I can't do that! I can't can never give you any straight answers. And then he switches his eye patch to the other eye. <laughs> and I'm like, gee, you nipped. Also, is this like the most cat scene you've ever seen? Right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like... Pet me, pet me. Don't shake me! Yeah. So then... So then, yeah, we uh, we see Lear. He's, like, writing poetry or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Molly, would you mind, like, giving this a proofread or something? Oh, or... Uh, before that, we cut to um, Schmendrick doing all kinds of, like, dumb shit for Hagrid. Oh, Hagrid. yeah, yeah, that was a couple scenes ago. But yeah, 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 he's, like, yeah he's, like, juggling tea and he's, like... Dancing with his cloak like he's Doctor Strange yeah, or something. Yeah, there was something about, like... He was, like, fighting the wind in the snow, and Hagrid's, like, laughing at him, like, ha-ha, you're freezing to death. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Look at him struggle to survive. <laughs> that was that scene, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's like, because, yeah, because that's right, because then um, Schmendrick is, like, wrapped up drinking soup with Molly in the kitchen. Is like, I can't keep doing this, Molly. Yeah. <laughs> you, better, you better find the way down I've to done, the fucking I've done unspeakable things. I can't keep doing this. And, like, the unicorn won't even talk to me anymore. And Molly's kind of like, yeah, she's kind of a bitch. But, uh, oh, I forgot to tell you, I found the skeleton from the riddle. So, yeah. like, we're halfway there. You you didn't mention that? And that's when Lear's like, knock, knock, hey, Molly. Yeah. I wrote a poem. Would would you mind looking it over? And I'm kind of su- surprised Schmendrick didn't laugh at him. Yeah, like, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> and Molly's like, oh, he, yes, he, As course. he's walking out of the room, he yells back, gay. Right? <laughs> it's the 80s, guys. It was okay back then, right? <laughs> it was 82. We didn't even know what that was. Try- Paul Lind and Charles Nelson Riley were on Hollywood Squares all the time. <laughs> Confirmed bachelors. Okay. I recently like actually like saw a meme that'll be like uh, some song from the '90s will just be like, "Yo, I love sucking men's dicks," and your dad will be like, "Yeah, we had no idea what that meant back then." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Relax, don't do it when you want to suck to it. <laughs> When you want to come. <laughs> Frankie says when relax. When you want to come. <laughs> Hit me with those laser beams. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> ski, ski, ski. <laughs> uh, sorry. Yeah, so yeah, mm-hmm. Ritz poem. Uh, we also find out uh, Amalthea is having these uh, bad dreams. And uh, like he comes up and starts like sing his poetry or what uh, Lear comes up starts singing his poetry or whatever her, her bad dreams are remembering her forest friends yeah and uh and then being chased by the red bull yeah and then like is there <coughs> and he's like is there anything i can do to help he's like you can drown out my b- dreams i don't want to remember whatever's trying to make me remember it and so i just want to remember you and so the next thing he does is start singing <laughs> and it is Jeff Bridges doing the most monotone singing I've heard in a while. Oh, he hit, tries to hit some high oh, notes. Oh, he tries. He tries. He tries to match Mia Farrow on some high notes. <laughs> All I have to tell you, anyway, I love you. <laughs> yeah, that's about about perfect a perfect representation. See, yeah. were you just playing a recording? Yeah, uh, I was. Yeah, I was on my phone. <coughs> Uh, uh, but then when Amalthea starts joining in and stuff too, like with she's her just singing song, the woman's song. Yeah, the woman's yeah. song. Right? And, and I just look at Disney and I'm like, everything has changed. I, I just leaned over to Disney and I was like, you ever feel like people are having two different conversations just next to each other? <laughs> sort of like watching my family at a family reunion. Yeah. <laughs> this turkey is great. It's a shame Susu died. <laughs> what? Do you remember that time I made you sleep in the back of a U-Haul while I drove across down the uh, the the eastern coastline? <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> oh, I can't get a DNA test. I'm afraid the police may have access to it. Yeah. I'm afraid my sperm may come up in some things. Oh, boy. <laughs> Actual conversations held by parts of my family. Wow. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so yeah, then we get to, uh, uh, that's right, Molly takes him to where she found the skull or whatever. Yes, Schmendrick and, and the princess. And they're talking or about, the okay, unicorn. Okay, yeah, the wine drinks itself, the skull speaks, and when the clock is the right time, the letter will reveal itself. Okay, cool, we got this. All right, so there's the clock. 
And there's the skeleton. Oh, he's laughing at us. Hey, that's a start. Is that an, all we need? Yeah, right. <laughs> and the girl's like, mm, that's not what you need. <laughs> oh. Come back tomorrow. Oh. And then I, like, Molly. I, 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 don't, I don't think Amalthea's down there yet. Cause she, no, Amalthea she... was with him. But but I uh, th- then we missed the scene where uh, she was talking with Haggard. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah, that is right before this. Yeah, yeah uh, Hag- uh, Haggard catches her on the balcony. He's like, love slows you down, my lady. I finally caught you. I know what you are. I know who you are. I don't know what you're talking about. He, he also casually drops like, oh, yeah, Lear isn't my, Lear isn't my son. I picked him oh, up on a doorstep or something. He's writing back for after killing something. She's like, your son's coming home. That's not my boy. <laughs> I found him on a doorstep. It was pleasant <laughs> for a while. Seed. <laughs> it was pleasant for a while, but now he doesn't bring me joy. His eyes are empty, like there's a, yours. <laughs> there's only one thing that makes me happy. Don't mock me. Don't you dare mock me. I don't know what you're talking Come about, here. sir. Come here. Oh, okay. Look into the sea. It Tell looks, me what you see. It looks like an ocean. I think there's some seagulls. The red bull chased them out there into the sea. Ooh. You don't see them? Ooh. I must have all of them. I must have all or nothing. Who's some... mocking you, sir? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the people mocking me. They've <laughs> disrespecting me. Who's disrespecting That's you? That's what I was going <laughs> Guys, look up Aaron Andrews, Richard Sherman at the end of the, was it the NFC Championship or something like seven, eight years ago? You know, you remember Richard Sherman, right? Richard Sherman was like talking a lot of shit and then he won his game and this like little tiny blonde like interviewer was like, so how, how do you feel winning the game? And he's like, oh, you guys are disrespecting me all week. So we came out, we shot what's what. They're disrespecting us. Who's disrespecting you, sir? Everybody. And then he just like walks off and she's just like. Back to you. (laughs) I'm glad you know where I was going with that. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Who was mocking you? (laughs) Yeah. So, um, so yeah. Basically, she she doesn't see them, and he's like, "Stop pretending. Stop pretending to be something you are not." Right, sushi. Sushi's so uh, wor- working on his love poem for Katie, yeah. like Prince Lear. <laughs> oh, Apparently, yeah, involves cheese silly. and a naked tennis ball. Uh, so yeah, so then, uh, yeah, yeah, you start saying like, "Oh yeah, your eyes have become like Lear's, empty, empty, empty as anyone who's empty. never seen a unicorn, empty as soulless vessels." <laughs> Yeah. And she's like, you must be mistaken. Or, oh, no, that's right. He's like, no, you're, you're not a unicorn. I must be mistaken. Oh, no. He's like, mistaken. Or not. I can wait. I have time. Do you have time? I must go. I must and go then now. she's like, he's mad. <laughs> oh, that's right. And then Schmedrick shows up. He's like, hey, don't cry. Don't cry. We'll, we'll find the unicorns. Don't worry about it. I don't even know what you're all talking about. What? <laughs> Oh, yeah, they're like, uh, if you've become human enough to cry, then you're, there's not enough unicorn left inside you. And she's just like, there's a unicorn inside me! <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> By the way, apparently the dog wants you to take him out. I don't give a fuck. Fuck that dog. It's your turn. <laughs> this is what he does when we podcast. And then yeah. as soon as we stop podcasting, he'll go back to napping. <laughs> yeah, go back to napping.
Oh, I don't know if we told you or not, but like if you need to take a break or anything, just like you know, be like, hey, j- you know, just a moment or whatever. Um, it's called a Steve problem. <laughs> we just like leave a recording and Steve edits it, and makes us all sound smart. Okay. <laughs> and he'll take out like if you stutter or stumble, he'll take that out and make it sound like you just had a cohesive thought. Cool. <laughs> he makes us sound smarting. <laughs> How long does it take him to edit an episode? About twice as long as it is, as the recording is. Okay. So, like, we are an hour and 14 minutes in already. Mm-hmm. So, it's about two and a half hours. To this point, we're not done with the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, he's he's pretty good. Cool. Yeah, babe, you're really good. You're spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> so, there was one time we were recording... Steve was recording with a friend of ours, like, on Skype. Mm-hmm. And, um... I got off work, like, late mm-hmm. when we were in El Cerrito. So, like, I was like, go ahead and start the podcast. And he was like, okay, text me when you're here. And I was like, I'll pause the podcast, drive over, and get you and come back. Mm-hmm. So he did what he always does. He, like, leaves the, the it recording. Mm-hmm. And he left. And uh, apparently Caster jumped up and started meowing into the microphone. Really? And our buddy Brendan, who was, like, on the other side, was like, Caster? Oh, how you doing, buddy? Like, they had a whole conversation. I'm like, please tell me that was left in the podcast. I know Steve left part of it, not the, like, full 15 minutes. Right, right. That makes sense. That's so funny. He leaves Steve little notes. Past Steve won't even know. Future Steve does. (laughs) So funny. Should I just continue? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so where are we? Oh, yeah. So from there, uh, we cut to uh, the skeleton of Paul Lind on top of a yes. clock, uh, uh, clock. But who was he voiced by again? Rene Aubuchon. Yeah. From Odo. Odo from else? Deep Space Nine. And, and Crow, Kroll or whatever he was in around oh, that yeah, time. Oh, yeah. That's right. But yeah, basically, uh, uh, Schmendrick tries to like... Oh, that's right. He like, he's like talking to you like, oh yeah, we just have to wait for the right time. Like, that's not it. That's not how it works. <laughs> and then uh, Schmendrick's like, it's okay, oh. I got this. So I'll oh, so like, some wine. Yeah, Molly, where's the wine? I couldn't find any. I looked. Um, I was kind of hoping if you maybe started with a bottle of water, you could turn water into wine. <laughs> <laughs> it's never gonna happen. Like, oh, <laughs> it's never gonna happen. There we go. There we go. <laughs> This is the funniest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Dick Van Patten. Remember <laughs> that one? So, <laughs> guys. Steve hates Paul Lynn. Paul Lynn. <laughs> Not my bag, baby. All right. So, uh, yeah, basically, he like, turns like, oh, it's okay. I'm just going to turn it to wine. And uh, uh, Paul Lynn is like, oh, oh, I must try some of it. Like, you're a skeleton. You can't taste it or smell it or anything. Oh. But I remember. Schmendrick is a clever fucker and is like, <laughs> basically, is like, all right, abracadabra, water to wine. Glug, 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 like drinks the water and is like, mm. uh, I mean, it's barely, uh, barely passable. Weak, like it's now an empty container. Like weak body. Uh, no, I want to try some. Oh, you wouldn't like this. This isn't your kind of thing. Oh, I'll tell you the way. I just, just let me have some of it. <laughs> All right, if you insist, it's mediocre at best. All right, you, you just go through the fucking clock. It's actually pretty fucking easy. Anyway, glug, 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 glug. <laughs> and then like it's the yeah. rosy cheeks and oh, she yeah. actually looks a skeleton. 
Oh, yeah, it's like a... It's a to get to the Red Bull, you have to go through time. A clock isn't time. It's just just motors and gears. Just go through it whenever you damn well please. <laughs> yeah. Now, gimme, gimme, gimme. <laughs> uh, but then uh, the skeleton, as they're like walking through the clock or whatever, he notices that uh, Amalthea is a, the unicorn. He's like, what? Haggard! Haggard, she's here! Oh, like, he, like, he's just like, not that one. No, not that one. Haggard! There's a unicorn! Haggard! Yeah. Unicorn! So Haggard's like yeah, running down the stairs. He's got his sword like ready to slay a bitch. Oh and, yeah. Uh, and he runs into Schmendrick and Schmendrick's just like dodging him because you know so they, Haggard's like, kind of an old dude. Yeah, so yeah. they yeah. like push Amalthea through. Yeah. And then uh Molly's like, Schmendrick! Schmendrick's like, go, 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 I got this! Yeah. <laughs> and then, so they they like go through time, the clock or whatever. And they're, yeah. like, in this foggy area, Molly it's like and green Amalthea. mist. Yeah. And, and then Lear is, like, in there. Yeah, so so <laughs> Molly's like, Amalthea, we have to do something. You have to save Schmendrick. He's doing this for you. And she's like, I don't even know what you guys are doing. I don't remember anything. I have no idea what's going yeah. on. And, yeah, and then Lear shows up and was like, hey, guys, what's up? Yeah. What are you guys <laughs> doing here in my fucking hot box or something? Oh, oh, and Molly's like, how did you figure out how to get in here? And he's like, what's to figure out? I saw her go through and I followed. <laughs> yeah. And then eventually Schmendrick comes in too, but apparently he got cut or something. Yeah, by, and he's uh, like, it's it's pretty deep, but I'm going to be all right. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, does he die at the end? I don't remember that. <laughs> and Lear, instead of just following him in, just starts beating the clock to pieces. Oh, uh, uh, Haggard. Sorry, Haggard. Haggard, Haggard. Yeah, Haggard yeah. beats the clock to pieces, <laughs> he's, destroys it. Fuck your clock! Pretty Look much. It. He cuts off his nose to spite his face. Fuck your skeleton, Paul Lind! <laughs> and then uh, as the clock is destroyed, the green fog disappears and they're just in the caverns. So they have a conversation. Like, so Molly and Schmendrick are like, all right, we have to go out the way the Red Bull goes out. We're going to have to find where the unicorns are. And Amalthea's just like, I... I don't even, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I don't remember any of my past. I just want to be with Lear. Yeah, and I love how Lear's like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> yeah, He's like, which he should I, be. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Like, oh, yeah, she's a unicorn, and the Red Bull's mm-hmm. chasing all the unicorns. Your dad's been hoarding the unicorns, as I'm sure you know. And blah, oh, blah, I used blah, to have a dream about yeah. the Red Bull running unicorns into the sea, and my dad was just like, go back to bed, son. It was a bad dream. There was no, it wasn't a dream. It was real. And she's the last one. And Amalthea's like, I'm not. I'm a girl. And I love you. And I don't want to go anywhere else. And, and I love how Schmendrick's like, fine, marry him and die old and whatever. I don't give right. a shit. Like, like, the quest ends here. We're just going to die in this cave. Fuck you and, all. And somewhere in the middle of this, Lear says, oh, just like that. Like, like I, no. I feel like it's supposed to be like, no, but it's... See, I think it's supposed no. to be like, like, a, like, like, no. No. No, no you're crazy. Well, no, 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 like, no, that's not how the story goes. You know, I am a hero now because I've been killing things. Yeah. Heroes, you know, the story doesn't end in the in the no. middle of the story. Yeah, there's no happy endings because nothing ever ends. Or that's what like Schmendrick that. says. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. No, uh, that's right. Lear says the happy ending doesn't come in the middle of the story. We have to finish the quest. You can't just abandon a quest. <laughs> so, and then, and then so, Molly's so like... When they, when they were saying that, I was having flashbacks of, like, the never-ending story. Yeah. <laughs> where, it's like, chapter two, it's like, it's like if someone were reading this thing, blah, blah, blah. He's talking about me. Right? (laughs) So they start moving and then Molly's like, but what if there isn't a happy ending? And that's when Schmendrick's like, there are no happy endings because nothing ends. And it's just like, 
Jesus, y'all are dark. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. I thought she was supposed to be the depressing one. <laughs> <laughs> so they they start to make their way out, and then the Red Bull figures out the girl is the unicorn, <gasps> comes barreling down and starts charging her. He knows, and, run! Run, run! And then uh, Schmedrick Sh- starts doing his magic do as you will, magic do as you will. She gets turned back into a unicorn! Oh, after she falls and like sprains her ankle, oh, that's right. Like, she's yeah. like a goddamn Friday the She falls, sprains her ankle, and then Lyra comes and tries to fight the bull with a sword. And the bull <laughs> like, makes a sword with his tail or something. No, turns it into flames. Green flame. Yeah, yeah he yeah. he like makes it burst into flames. Goddamn. Um, and then yeah, and then uh, Schmendrick turns her back into a unicorn, so she runs out, and uh, they all follow. And then right here, when she was like running away out onto the beach. This is where Peacock decided it would be a good idea to start whatever movie they wanted. So it <laughs> magically changed to a dog's tail, whatever the fuck Jesus that is. Jesus Christ. And it was like, guys, there's like 10 minutes left of the fucking movie. Don't change it. We're at the yeah. climax of the third act. Yeah. Peacock, fuck get, you, Peacock. Get your shit together. Seriously. Bring back Faith Hill. <laughs> fuck you, Carrie Underwood. Don't care. <laughs> Anyone get that reference? Play some football. <laughs> I've been waiting all day for Sunday night. <laughs> anyway, so after we have so to... she's judging the hell out of you. As you should. <laughs> that face. So after we had to back out of the app, go back in, look up Last Unicorn again, fast forward to the last 10 minutes of the fucking movie and hope it doesn't kick us to a dog's tail again. And it yeah, tried so... to, and then you hit oh, cancel. Yep, yep. Yep. Yeah, so then uh, we're on the beach, and uh, Red yep. Bull's chasing down uh, the unicorn. Yep, and Molly's like, Schmendrick, do something! Schmendrick's like, I can't! I've done everything I can! This isn't what what magicians are for! And Molly's like, what the hell is magic for if not to save the last unicorn? And they and Schmendrick turns to Larry and goes, this isn't what magicians are for. This is what heroes are for. Yeah, and, and I'm a hero! There's like, I'll go... Oh. I got turned into a hero. He got instantly knocked the fuck out. Instantly. Well, because his sword already burst into flames. He's just like, maybe I just stand in front of it. I can yeah. win. Maybe maybe it's afraid of movement. Woogie, boogie, boogie. Ah! And babe, Lear doesn't just get knocked out. He gets murdered. Yeah, yeah. he's dead. And Amalthea, like, as a unicorn, turns around. No. Does a... And then she decides, fuck it, let's... Fightable. Yep. And her horn turns into horn turns into a fucking lightsaber. Yes. <laughs> so you know she's powered up, babe. That's right. <laughs> and she starts running the Red Bull down. Yeah, pushing him into the sea. Molly and Schmendrick are like, yes, she's fighting back. She's doing what no other unicorn has ever done. Yeah. <laughs> and so the Red Bull's like, you know, he's like made out of fire. He's a goddamn yeah. Balrog or whatever. Being pushed in back into the water. I love the hiss as his back feet yes. hit the wa- the yeah. waves. And then what happens? Katie? And oh, the giant wave comes and there's like a bunch of unicorns riding the waves. Yeah, like in the yes. crest of the wave or yeah. whatever. And the music is into the foam of the waves, yeah. And the music's all And then yeah, all the unicorns start running out of the sea and nearly trample Lear's corpse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but luckily, Schmendrick and uh, Molly are like, no, 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 right here, keep go around, go around. They like divert around and go run. Oh, off. and thousands of unicorns run up the cliffs, <laughs> up the cliffs, and on the walls and shit. Yes, <laughs> and they all run back down the road, 
uh, crumbling Haggard's castle. With him and Zop going, what the hell's going, no, no! <laughs> like, low-key, he was doing the, the, um, Mommy Fortuna, I held you! Yeah, I held you! <laughs> Remember me! Also, my other thought, the cat's still uh, yeah, the, in there! <laughs> the pirate cat's dead. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the castle crumbles into the sea and all the unicorns are running back out into the world and as the sun rises Molly and Schmendrick are grieving over Lear's corpse yeah. and then the unicorn comes up touches them with the horn Mm-hmm. And oh. he's a zombie brains. Roll oh, credits. You forget oh. Mo- Molly is like, you came or you stayed. Yeah. You stayed with us. She remembers. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so yeah, brings Lear back to life. And then Unicorn just leaves. Yeah, and Lear wakes up and is like, Dad, I had that dream again. Yeah. Hold on. Where's Dad? Was I dead? <laughs> and he like looks up and the castle's just gone and like, Molly and Schmendrick, like, help him up, and it's just like, ugh. Yeah, yeah they're, like, <coughs> saying their goodbyes and shit, and uh, yeah. Molly says something like, no, she's the only unicorn that knows regret and love. Oh, yes, because Lear's like, uh, yeah, it cuts to, like, them in a meadow. They've got some horses, um, and Lear's like, well, I gotta go, because I'm, like, a hero now. I wish I just could have told her how I felt. I never, like, told her what was in my heart. And yeah, uh, Molly's like, she knew. She's the only unicorn who's ever lived with regret and love. Oh. And Lear rides off into the sunset. And then that night, uh, mm. Schmendrick and Molly, they're like, you know, sleeping ca- Ca- by camping out. But then Schmendrick sees the unicorn and she go- he goes to talk to her and she's like, you're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> you're finally a real wizard. <laughs> and, and she's also like, I regret now. But whatever. Oh, because... There's cause, more unicorns, at least. Oh, so, so like, she, she comes up and, you know, he's like, I'm, I'm really a magician now, so, like, thank you. You know, and she's like, well, you know, that was your, that was your, uh, your reward. And he's like, I'm, I'm sorry what I did to you. Like, I'm sorry you have to live with this now. And she's like, but now, you know, I'm the only unicorn who's ever known love, so I thank you for that. And I'm the only unicorn who's ever regretted. And for that, I thank you, too. And he's just like, so what are you going to do now? I guess I got to go back to my forest. Yeah, try to go home. And then that's when America starts coming back in. I'm alive! We see her running back down, galloping back down the paths she took. And she comes home to her forest with all her foresty friends. (laughs) When the dog gets thrown the fuck outside forever. (laughs) Yeah, roll credits, guys. That's the last unicorn. Yeah. There are unicorns in the world now. Yeah. Katie, would you recommend it? Absolutely. Izzy, how about you? Oh, hell yeah. Every single person in the entire world should see this movie. Yeah. This movie is a goddamn waste of 94 minutes. No. Uh, no, it, it's pretty good. I like it. It's, uh, it's... My marriage is a lie. You can find me at Untidy Venus. <laughs> Hit me up in my DMs at Untidy Venus. No. Uh, yeah, it's it, yeah, it's it, it's what you expect. It's a 80s fantasy children's show. It's it's not the world's most annoying kids movie by far. No, yeah. no, not at all. And it, it it's just a little like creepy, like deeper than most kids' stories get. It, it but it's definitely like the 80s. Like you know, if 
if you're okay with the never-ending story and watching Artax Inc. in the Swamp of Sadness, mm -hmm. or Littlefoot's mom, or yeah. uh, Gremlin, Native, Native Gremlin. American in a truck in Brave Little Toaster. Committed suicide. Returned to Oz. Uh, Gremlins, the dad dying in a oh. chimney. Oh, yeah, the dad's the Christmas story. <laughs> what yeah. we're saying is Trump, you need to just start traumatizing your kids early yeah. mm -hmm. and they'll be prepared for life exactly yeah and this is a good one because yeah i don't think there's any blood in this movie he, no. even he cutting his finger or something like especially yeah. like a little drop or something even, it's like, nope, no, no. like the scene where they pan back to mommy fortuna and rook being murdered they're just sort of lying on their sides yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there's, kind of <laughs> yeah, like, there's, there's no blood there's <laughs> no horse. there's no gore and really even like all all the deaths are implied. The only yeah. one we know is um, is Lear because he says, like, I was dead. Yeah. But, like... Yeah, Haggard and the pirate cat could come <laughs> back in the sequel. Right? <laughs> he just, look, he just fell into the ocean. If I've learned anything from movies, that means nothing. Yeah. <laughs> the last unicorn, colon, this time it's really the last unicorn. <laughs> the last unicorn, colon, this time it's personal. <laughs> right. <laughs> Death wish. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I guess on that note, uh, we'll take a quick commercial break. <gasps> oh, we come back. Mm -hmm. We have more beer. What? Fun <gasps> facts. And what we learned from the last unicorn. I'm alive. I'm alive. There's so many podcasts out there. How do I find the one for me? For so long, I've searched for podcasts all over, but none of them seem to fit my needs. Where is my Nick Cage Pissing Fire podcast? Where is my monkey tickling? I couldn't find it anywhere. Until I found everything I learned from movies podcast with Steve Nizzy. And now I get to hear about all the monkey tickling I want, baby. So many podcasts out there are all talk and no Congo. That's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. Greatest Living Actor? Nicholas Cage, of course. That's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. One-liners, plot holes, gratuitous boobies. Fun fact, that's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. See if everything I learned from movies is right for you at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon. Free on all the major podcatchers. Hey, everybody. This is Jason. And Jeff. And Blake. And we're the History of Bad Ideas podcast. And if you like hearing uh, geeks talk about Fisto from He-Man. Or zombies or dragons or zombie dragons. I was given copy to read, but it's a piece of crap. So if you just like any geek or any fun stuff, just listen. We drop every Wednesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Tangent Bound Network, or WeBeGeeksPC.com. Oh God, I'm out of here. And remember to wear a coat. Hey everybody, are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays? Do you like supporting the arts? Well then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com, the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. Oh, are you a fan of dinosaurs, snacks, dinosaurs made out of snacks, movie monsters, unicorns, cats, dogs, rats, shrimp, Pokemon, tie-dye, paracord bracelets, paracord dog leashes, enamel pins, coloring books, block prints, watercolor, Pet portraits, buttons, magnets, stickers, bottle openers, artist trading cards, or really anything else that's awesome? 
then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at Untidy Venus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? Untidyvenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. Hi, this is Dana Gould, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies on your radio, phone, computer, television, or record player. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, this is the greatest ads that have ever added in the history of adding. Oh, she's ah. They get better every week. <laughs> Sorry. Babe. Steve. You know what that squeaking means. <gasps> time for beer? Time for a beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's beer horn time. This beer is brought to you by Sushi. It is honking horn. <laughs> Well, we got a drink, babe. We have, oh, we have Steve picked up for us, um, from Red Rock Brewing. We have a pumpkin chocolate chip stout. Yeah. Stout brewed with pumpkin spices and lactose. Small batch, Ooh. high quality. Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh, some milk stout. Nice. Some milk stout. Mm. Let's see. Nothing says fall quite like a pumpkin chocolate chip stout by Red Rock Brewery. Our full bot. Full-bodied flavored stout is brewed with cocoa nibs, pumpkin spices, and lactose. See you in the pumpkin patch. 5% alcohol by volume. Five. Okay, so it's a, it's a pretty standard milk stout. Okay. Probably on the sweet end. Yeah. Alrighty, sounds good. It's a nice little, uh, I don't know how many ounces this is bottle. 16, maybe? Probably 16. Oh, oh yeah, uh, one pint. Well, one oh, pint, yeah. nine ounces. Oh, okay. 500 Oh, so it's a half liter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, 16.9. <laughs> 16.9. And my top? Oh, my top! Yay, he said it! Oops. And the pour? This is a jet black beverage with some chocolate highlights. It has a dark khaki-colored head with a bunch of tiny bubbles. Little bubbles and dark khakis. Mm-hmm. Oh, the aroma on this smells like coffee and spices. Oh, like, so this good. smells like pu- like, like pumpkin spice coffee. Amazing. Oh, nice. I'm mm-hmm. excited. I gave Katie, like, a huge pour. So if you, <laughs> oh, no, we're Thank else, you. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. 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 Yeah, that like coffee roasty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. a like a pumpkin chocolate chip cookie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I dig it. Uh, the sip. Mm. Delicious. Oh wow, that tastes like cho- chocolate pumpkin. The uh, black chocolate chip pumpkin coffee. Yes. Yeah. My favorite. Yeah, things. it's a little drier than I was kind of expecting with the lactose, yeah. but it's still got mm-hmm. the sweetness, little chocolate notes. It's surprisingly yeah. dry and low. ABV for a lact- for a milk stout. Yeah, usually they, uh, if it fully ferments, yeah, it's, it's usually, usually between five and seven, so it's on the low end. But if they're sweeter, they're lower. If they're less, if when they're dry, they're usually higher. Mm. But whatever, this is a beautiful, well balanced beer. I could drink a lot of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. That's Red Rock Brewing, Salt Lake City, Utah. Woo! Hey, Steve. Yeah. Do you have any fun facts? Super fun facts because they're fun, fun facts. I do, but only if you sing it like Mia Farrow. <laughs> Fun facts, they're super fun facts, because they're fun, fun facts. Fun facts, super fun facts. Fun facts, now that I'm a woman, I like my fun facts. 
Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Katie, what do you think the critics thought of, of uh, The Last Unicorn? Like, out of 100%, how many do you think thought it was a good movie? Maybe 85%. 85, babe? Oh. Oh, I'm torn, because I want it to be really high. <laughs> but also, I know the critics don't know their ass from a hole in the ground. True, good point. But I'm going to decide I love this movie. I'm going to say 90%. 73% with the critics, but... That is actually, like, supremely higher than, like, my heart thought it was going to be. Yeah. yeah. Certified fresh. But nobody gives a fuck about the critics. No, what about that audience? critics. <laughs> what about that audience? Katie, what do you think the audience scored at? Higher or lower than 72? Uh, 73. 73. I think the audience uh, rated it higher. Like? Like maybe um, 90? 90, babe. I'm going to take your other guess, 85. 86% with the Ooh, audience. Oh, she's close. Certified Fresh Guys, Salon Peacock, and Tubi. Woo! Uh, $3.5 million budget, worldwide gross, 6.5. So, eh. Didn't really make any money. I'm sure, you know, plenty of uh, VHS sales. It was the VHS sales, yeah. as far as I can tell. But yeah, mm-hmm. nobody saw it in theaters, apparently. Or, you know, just enough to... Yeah. Get it to VHS. It. Yeah. So yeah. Christopher Lee, who voiced Haggard, showed up for the recording sessions armed with his own copy of the book, with several places marked to indicate things that must not, in his opinion, be omitted. Excellent. Nice. This is similar to his behavior on the Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, and its sequels in 2001. Yeah. He showed up with his own copy. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. I love Christopher Lee. Yeah. Christopher Lee, the more I find out about him, the more I'm like, somebody's going to make a fucking movie about him as soon as right? he dies, right? Oh, wait, he's dead? Like, here's the th- he's like, like the coolest motherfucker ever. The more I find out about Christopher Lee, the more I'm like, why do I not know more about Christopher Lee? Yeah. Why does nobody know about Christopher Lee? Why is the man holding him back? I agree. Yeah. Um, when also, is a white British man going to get a fair shot? Uh, <laughs> another fun fact. Sir Christopher Lee also provided King Hagger's voice in the German version of the movie. Gee, why would he know German, babe? Why would he know German, Steve? Because he, he knows what Nazi blood tastes like. <laughs> Yeah, he's a fucking war hero, guys. He speaks Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He uh, speaks seventeen language bad seventeen languages badly. <laughs> and at least two pretty damn good. <laughs> uh having worked together on this movie, uh Sir Christopher Lee also became godfather to associate producer Michael Chase Walker's son Joshua Devin Walker, a prominent movie producer in LA now. Oh shit. There you go. I'm not gonna lie, that would be hella badass. Somebody's just like, Yeah, my my godfather is Christopher Lee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that Christopher Lee, too. Right? Yeah. Um, the other people considered for the voice of King Haggard were John Vernon. Any, any kids know him? He's the, he's the, uh, the dean from Animal House. Oh, in, uh, okay. Killer Clowns in Outer Space. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, the cop, the yeah. <laughs> wackos. Uh, James Earl Jones. Of course. Um, let's see, 82, he might have been busy doing Return of the Jedi. Uh, and John Carradine. Oh. Gee, what would he have been doing around the same time with a one-eyed cat? Oh, that's right. He's the voice of the great owl in The Secret yeah. of Nim. Oh, yeah. I told you about the Jeff Jeff Bridges showing up out of the blue and volunteering to do the movie for free. Other people considered for the voice of Schmendrick were apparently Dustin Hoffman, Harrison Ford, and <laughs> Mark Hamill. Shit, yeah. I can see, yeah, I can totally see Mark Hamill doing Schmendrick. And, yeah, 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 I could see that. Yeah, the other two, I don't know. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, due to contractual disputes, author Peter S. Beagle received no compensation for the sale of any of the original DVDs or VHSs. Uh, 25th anniversary edition of the movie was released by Lionsgate in 2007. That's the one you have, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thought so. Yeah, so, um, guys, Peter S. Beagle, buy his shit. Yes, and he's written more books than this. Um, although he will admittedly say that, like, this is his, this is the best one in his opinion. There you go. But Katie. Yeah? Izzy. What? What did we learn from the last unicorn? I learned not to run away from anything immortal. There you go. Babe? I learned... Now that I'm a woman, everything is strange. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Tell me that's not a spot-on performance. Fantastic. Uh, I learned there's no happy endings, because nothing ends. <laughs> Steve would be Schmendrick. Uh, I, I also learned... We are sisters, you and I. I lied. Steve would be the harpy. <laughs> and all butterflies know are songs and poetry. <laughs> Things they've heard. All butterflies are are high and crazy. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, Katie, thank you so much for joining us here on Everything I Learned From Movies. Thank you for having me. Of course. Uh, I understand you also have a social media presence of some sort. I do. So I'm an artist, and you can find my work at Katie underscore Crompton on both Instagram and TikTok, as well as on Facebook at Art of Katie Crompton. Excellent. Uh, babe, are you on social media at all? Nope. Can't be found. Wait! I lied! <laughs> I'm everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias under Untidy Venus. You can also find my goods and wares for sale over at untidyvenus.etsy.com. And join my Patreon, Untidy Venus at Patreon. Steve? Yes. Where can we find you? Everywhere! Now we're on all the major <laughs> podcatchers under everything I learned from movies. Um, and for those people that were confused, when Izzy couldn't remember her social media, she then turned back to a unicorn and she remembered everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, not on the carpet! No. Um, <laughs> Steve, I'm full of regrets! <laughs> I feel I, sorrow and regret now. I must return to the forest. <laughs> uh, but yeah, everything I learned from movies, or hit us up directly on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at E I L F Movies. That's everything, everything I learned from movies. movies. Uh, so yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve, and I'm Izzy, and I'm Katie, and this is everything, everything I, I learned, learned from movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Bye, everybody. It was actually a giant harpy. <laughs> <laughs>